in the chair. Oh, yeah. Hey, Rob. Hello. With me in the place to be. The yeah. Po- the podcast the po- place. Yes, that is the place to it, be. Well, I mean, it hasn't been no. for several months. <laughs> no. It's been a place we very much haven't been. Yeah. October, I think, was the last oh, time we Jesus, did. Oh, Jesus, that's a poor show. Is. I apologise yeah. to everyone yeah. profusely. Well, but, to be you know. fair, you moved house. Um, and then I've been using that excuse quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've been in this house for quite a long time. No, I really have. And, yeah. and, and I'm about to move house as well, that's so that means we aren't going to do it for another again. three months. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Well, what well, you know, but but it's 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 nice to be back. What what's been? Well, I shouldn't say what's been going on because everything's been going on. Yeah. it's all changed. Both both Reading and Oxford are both excellent at football. They are good at football. It's annoyingly so are Swindon. Ah, yeah. What's that? About? And yeah, yeah, we'll get on to them. Yeah, we'll get on to Swindon later. But uh, Oxford went on a very good run. Yeah, yeah. They absolutely. became media darlings yeah. for a short period of time. Little Carl had his had his picture next to Pep Guardiola up on the big sky thing. They had all the stats and everything. Yeah. The commentators pretended to know about Oxford players. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It was very funny. Uh, and then uh, we've well, we've just had the FA Cup today, where the same thing happened. We were taking the piss out of uh, Mark Lawrenson's efforts at describing the matches. Oh yeah, so he had to do the predictions prior <laughs> yeah. to the FA Cup, and into all of the third. He did all the third round games. Yeah, um, and he was absolutely hated every second. Of yeah, that. and he's pretending to know about um, about Oxygen United and Hartlepool United. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just listed players, didn't he? Yeah, he just listed players and said, "Oh, I mean, they're on good, they're in good form because he had a quick look at the form table." Basically, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did the same for Reading. He was like, "Form team of the championship." I was like, "You haven't been to the games, mate," because <laughs> it's pure luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the majority of it. Yeah, so yeah, FA Cup uh, today. I think Oxford went down and then came back. 4-1 in the end. Yeah, so, yeah, Hartlepool. so Hartlepool are at home. Hartlepool. Yeah, literally the only thing anybody knows about Hartlepool. I don't um, even know where it is. I apologise. It's northeast. Uh, it's northeast. Oh, sort of Newcastle. They're kind of like a sub. And I don't mean sub because it's beneath. I think it probably is south of it. But even if it's not, it's just it's just slightly less than Newcastle. Okay, it's like um, all these Manchester clubs where if you don't know where it is, it's probably sort of a suburb of Manchester. Basically, somewhere. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, but it's about, uh, I, I, you know, being you know derogatory towards Hartlepool, uh, they brought over 700 fans down. That's very good. Um, for, a, for a conference club. I mean, yeah, to be fair, they're yeah. not a conference club. They're a football league club who are currently in the conference. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they brought 700 fans down. Their fans did not stop singing all the way through the game. Nice. They were absolutely... Absolutely brilliant. Uh, it's really good to see. Really good to hear. They uh, there was absolutely zero atmosphere from Oxford. Um, <laughs> Why was one whole stand? Was that because one whole stand was closed? Is that because they didn't expect the they crowds? didn't expect very many people okay. to come along. So they were actually they apparently they told um, Carl Robinson before the game that they were that were two days prior that they'd been expected about four and a half thousand. It was uh, I think six thousand two hundred. These games have been poorly attended across the yeah. board. It's um, been quite bad this FA Cup round for attendances. Yeah, it? but uh, but but you know, but I mean, I mean. You know, it was only it was only about a thousand less than we would have in a yeah. um, in a in a in a big league tie. So it, you know, so it was it was a, a reasonable attendance. But I think the ten quid ticket meant there were a lot of people who don't normally go to football matches yeah. there, and okay. as a result, that's why I think they probably Not had an impact so on the atmosphere. The atmosphere yeah. But but you know, it was um, but first half um, Hartlepool. I mean, we gave them we gave them a really really stupid goal. <laughs> Like a really, oh, it's embarrassing. Uh, Rob Dickey, who has had an incredible month, he got the um, totally deservedly got the uh, Player of the Month award. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, yeah, he he tried to pass the ball back, kind of into his own penalty area when there were lots of attacking players around. He kind of scuffed it, and then there was this kind of moment where time seemed to slow down, (laughs) right? And Rob Dickey, Elliot Moore, um, and um. 
Jordan Archer, yeah. um, who's playing his, played, played his last game for Oxford, substitute goalkeeper, kind of temporary goalkeeper, all just in a kind of, the ball was kind of like in the middle of a triangle between all of them. They all just left it for each oh, other. And there's this little Hartlepool lad went, Snip, nipped in. All right, then. <laughs> I'll have job. some of that. And he slipped in and, and uh, put them a goal up. I think it's like nine minutes, I think it was. Um, so Shandon Baptiste scored a beauty, though. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of bluff and bluster from Oxford for the rest of the half. Lot of, all of the possession, absolutely no impact whatsoever. Okay. Um, but second half, we, you know, we were much, much better. Yeah, Shandon Baptiste was tremendous throughout the game. He's a he's a he's a wonderful talent. He's at risk, I'd say, in this. Oh January. yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's yeah. He, uh, the th- the we'll come on to January in a bit, but the three that are likely or no, they're going to be targets are, are him, Rob Dickey, and Cameron Brannigan. What about um, Terry Foto after you made it onto a list? Yeah, I mean, he I was know, on a yeah, list. he was on a list because somebody saw he'd scored some goals. I think. <laughs> um, no, I don't think. I don't. Think I mean, he's not going to the Premier League no, this season. No, not absolutely. League for sure. But that's yeah. what that guy there on that that, that is that what you saying? Was, that yeah, saying it was like it was like, it was like six way. six football league <laughs> players who um, are destined for the Premier League. Um, I mean, Foss is really talented. Yeah, but in a few years, maybe. but yeah, he's, he, he's his head's not there. Yeah, his head's not there. Um, he's he's had a bit of a poor run of form actually recently as well. Yeah, but you know, he's a winger, and wingers do that. They yeah, they, they yeah, have spells. So, um, but. Um, yeah, uh, there's but, something about Shannon Baptiste though. Oh, he no, but he's he's all, all season he's been excellent, and he's what he's just he's one of those guys that just oozes like class. If he? if he can, st- I mean, he's been injured a lot, and if he can stay injured, if he can have a period of football, <laughs> stay, stay injured, stay, sorry, stay never injured. play again. Yeah, sorry, stay fit um, for a sustained period. Um, he, you know, he will go to the very top. Back to Reading, get back to Reading. No, the very top, <laughs> um, not, not the middle of the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, so, yeah. So he's he's he genuinely got a really bright future ahead of him. Um, <clears throat> he he was fantastic. Rob Hall, I thought, also had a really good game. It's good to see him. Uh, yeah, he scored the opening goal as well, which is yeah. a great finish. Nice little kind of curling ball from the outside the penalty area. Great finish. Um, but he was also just putting the time and effort and energy in to the game uh, in the first. Stuff in particular is one of the few that were really doing that. Um, yeah, so so I mean, good couple of really good performances from Oxford. Um, uh, ultimately, the class showed the the, the golf in, in quality between yeah. us in Hartlepool showed over over time. Good effort from the uh, from the monkey hangers though. <laughs> um, but yeah. do, they, do they still uh, approve of that nickname? Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> I mean, we went down a rabbit warren of that one on the WhatsApp, didn't we? <laughs> um, entirely true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> apparently, yeah. apparently, entirely true. They, they, they hung a uh, a French sailor, but they thought it was a monkey. That's something like that. I don't, that I, I don't the story? know. I don't know. Or, or no, a monkey, but they thought it was a French sailor or something. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's 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 like the um uh, Swindon's nickname of the Moonrakers, isn't it? Because apparently they saw a um uh. uh uh, a reflection of the moon in a in the pond, and they thought, "Oh, we better save that and rake it." Doesn't surprise yeah, me, yeah, because they're not the brightest. No, indeed. Um, <laughs> um, what happened against Doncaster? I uh, don't know. Didn't go. Apparently, we played really well. Um, uh, but um, but you know, do you know what? I mean, that's the uh, we played what? So including the FA Cup game, if we can include that in the Christmas period, yeah. five games, yeah. uh, one four, lost one. 
I mean, that's not so It's bad, weird, you only it? seem to get beaten by really bad teams. Yeah, so. yeah well, I mean, in the last few couple of months... Southend. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, we know we absolutely tanked them this season. Um, but it was MK Dons. Oh, MK Dons. MK yeah, Dons and, right, and, yeah. and Doncaster are the only people yes. who have beaten... Well, not the only people, but they're the people who have beaten us in our recent run of good yes. form. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're, Still, you're allowed to lose games occasionally. Yeah. We're fourth in the table. We were second, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, I'm, I'm extremely happy in with the going in. Absolutely, yeah, it's been... Um, Amongst First it. half of the season has been fantastic. Not getting carried away though, because I've been in this position as an Oxford fan way too many times. This is the problem with football fans, they get carried away instantly. Yeah. You get one good result yeah. and uh people get carried away. People are getting carried away in the mad, I tell you. Yeah, well, I mean and, and rightly so, because uh Reading are going up as <laughs> champions. <laughs> four four wins on the bounce, which is unheard of in the last like Three years or two and a half years. I mean, Bowen, Mark Bowen. Who would have thought? It is hilarious. It? Though. it is. Yeah, we predicted it. We were like, give it, a, give it, a, give him a couple of wins, and they'll be singing Mark Bowen's Barmy Army. Too fucking right they are. They can't um, help themselves. But you know, the 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 risk is it's that whole new manager syndrome, and it's nothing to do with the new manager. It's just the fact they got rid of the old one, and well, actually, I'll tell you exactly what it is. Okay, it's 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 going back to basics. Is what it is. Right. Because there's a lot of people that are trying a lot of stuff in the championship, a lot of teams that are trying to play a style. We don't we don't we don't want to be part of that anymore. There's no, <laughs> no play- truck of this. No, yeah. Absolutely not. You get banks of four or banks of five and you kick the ball forwards. <laughs> Sometimes you score. Okay. That is how we play at the moment. Uh it means that we're defensively very strong. Yeah. I think we've only conceded one goal in five games or something. Um but sometimes it's pretty dire to watch. Yeah. When you're winning, I guess you don't care. <sighs> yeah, I mean much, it's 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 interesting because we had that under Ian Atkins back in the start of the two thousands. We were playing dog awful football, yeah. lumping it forward to Julian Orsop, who would elbow a defender and then score. <laughs> yeah. Um and and you know, he would do that once a game and we would win all of our games one nil. Yes. And that was yeah. it. But the trouble with that kind of football is you get found out after a while. Yeah. Um we'll come back I'll I'll let you come back to Reading shortly, but similar thing <laughs> happened uh this my prediction with Wickham this season because yeah. they charged ahead in 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 League One this the chair season. boys yeah and then the, we come up against them and Carl Robinson basically said they they play dirty they play nasty football gribbly football niggly stuff yeah. um so we're going to give them a taste of their own <clears> medicine <throat> so uh we did they didn't like it um Akin Fenway got sent <laughs> off um and literally they had nothing else yeah and they got we totally found them out nice. and then they went they've they've lost all, I think lost all of their game since then I don't know how they did in the cup if they're still in the cup bad timing um, for old um, what's his name because he's on the uh, Gareth Ainsworth Gareth Ainsworth yeah. he's on the list he, although he's one of those guys that's always on the list yeah. exciting young manager <clears throat> and all of a sudden he won't be a young manager anymore no no because he'll have been, been in Wickham for yeah exactly he's been there for a while already um, but yeah I mean honestly their their game is so <laughs> fucking one dimensional yeah. uh, straight after that game because uh, we, we beat them I can 1-0 I think we beat them um, but they were they were shit yeah. I mean they were shit and I said they, they, honestly I I if I had spare money at the moment, I wasn't tying it up buying a house. I yeah. put a lot of money on Wickham still being in League One next season. Okay, okay. I just don't think they'll go up yeah. at all. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, <clears throat> Ainsworth has that has that style of playing, and that's you like you say. Once yeah. you find out, you find out. We're we're lucky in that we still have a couple of really good players, and if we get the ball to those players, they can play some football. But there are certain games where either like we had a couple of games where we lost Swift and Dejaria, who are our two yeah. talented like, yeah. technical players, and we literally didn't know what to do. 
There's no idea what to do. You'd give it to a fullback and they'd lump it into a channel and that was it. Yeah. Over and over and over again. It's hard to watch. Especially when you've got players that are going down those channels that aren't really capable of controlling the ball. They're yeah. good like in a scrap, but they can't really do anything with it. So yeah, it was quite frustrating. However, when they are on the pitch, we look like quite a damn good team. And, and the one player that has emerged over the Christmas period, I think purely by by kind of luck, he found himself in a team and played well, is Charlie Adam. Really? Yeah. Ex-Blackpool and Liverpool, yeah, Charlie yeah, Adam. Yeah. Uh, amazing. He's been fucking really? brilliant. That's I think he was brought in a bit like when we when we got John O'Shea. It was like, we'll get him in, he'll do his coaching yeah. badges and stuff, and we'll integrate him into the coaching team, but he's probably not going to play. I think it was the same thing. Although, <laughs> we all imagine that Charlie Adam's like 38 or 39. He's 34, yeah. which is ridiculous because yeah. he looks about 50. <laughs> but, and he's been fantastic. He really does have an incredible left foot. Like His passing yeah. is absolutely brilliant. And if you can get a... If you can set the team up in such a way that he has the space and time, because he's not fast, to pick a pass, he can really pull teams around the place. Yeah. And he's been doing that really, really well. And so he's managed, I think he's played all the games over the Christmas period and has been a major part of this of this little mini run, which is incredibly surprising. Yeah. The, the only the only thing from, that I'm you know from the outside looking at it, 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 it you know and I've obviously given you a lot of shit about this um, is the fact that um, despite you know like the charge up the table well yeah and, <laughs> the charge to mid table you can't get past fourteenth no but like, no, you're no. going to win all of your remaining games and still <laughs> finish fourteenth <laughs> it is ridiculous but to be honest I will totally take that <laughs> we've nearly reached our points total from last year that saved us from relegation that's really all I care about so as long as we get there I'll be I'll be happy. Happy. We had a stat from Dave Pritchard actually just talking about like totals and stuff. Uh, I think Ox- if Oxford went the rest of this season, rest of this season not scoring another goal, yeah. um, they still would have scored more goals than in four of the last ten seasons. They have scored a ridiculous yeah, number I mean, of goals. Yeah. I mean, we, to be fair, on, only Liverpool and Man City have scored more goals than us this season. That is so, yeah. impressive. Yeah, it is. It's been great. Your lad Gavin White scored in the uh, FA Cup yesterday. He did. He was the equaliser, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think he's. I don't think he's had a, a particularly stellar time. It is, I was uh, really hoping for a willy waving celebration. Though. Yeah. No. I mean, to be fair, he has scored a few goals since that incident. I don't. I don't. Although it, it's what he's most famous for. Let's it, be honest. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> it is. It was apparently in Belfast. It was the fourth most read news article. <laughs> New news. Yeah. In yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Well, yeah. So there we go. So things. Things are going all right. Things are going all right. And, and Johnny Swift. Mm. It's been absolutely brilliant. Yeah, so and, John... and not that long ago, not that long ago, we were walking out after you'd just been <laughs> dumped out angry. of the League Cup and you yeah. were like, get rid of him, sack him, sack him now. He was shit though. That yeah, game, he was really he? bad. <laughs> he was really bad. But I think the thing is, you feel a bit more like upset with players that you know have quality when they don't play. Yeah. There are certain players that you know can only do certain things and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But when you've got someone like that who is so talented, but he's been I think he's got them I think he's got the most chances created in the championship really? the this season. Yeah. That's quite good. Uh and he scored I think three in the last five as well. So he's getting on the score sheet. He's he's been absolutely brilliant. He scored a worldy the other day as well when we were on the telly box oh that was the bo- that was a stupid boxing day game against QP. oh yeah yeah uh, he scored a, a, a sort of flick up volley from the edge of the box it was beautiful but yeah he's been doing really well and he's a risk for getting picked up i'd say 
in the January. By whom, though? I mean, a low-level, uh, a poorly performing Premier League team that thinks they need a playmaker. Yeah, okay. Who who might that be then? You're, you're Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're in trouble, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I'm thinking Bournemouth. Yeah. But this is the problem, and it's we're going to lose. We're going to lose one of our. We'll get. Should we? Should we get on to some transfers? Yeah, because I mean that's that's probably the the, the key thing, isn't it? Yeah. Start of January, the tra- January transfer window coming up. There's big worries for Oxford opportunities as well. So do you want to crack on first? Yeah. If like we we're going to lose a player, and I heard this from um, so a friend of mine lives uh, in a little close, and one of his neighbours works for the under twenty threes at Reading, and told him there was a player. He had to pop into the office or something because there was a player who's who's going to be on their way out next week, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be Danny Loder, who is a player that had a lot of promise. Yeah. He was on the edge of the first team for a while and was coming on as sub, and people were getting very excited. Um, but he's out of contract in the summer, and he's also not made it into the first team. Like he's never really done anything to get himself a spot or a regular spot on the subs bench yeah. either. And I think the club is like, well, he's going to go for free in the summer, so off he pops. Yeah. But I reckon they're trying to raise a bit of interest from a couple of clubs so they can still get some money still get some money for him. But I could definitely see him going to a low to mid level Premier League team and never playing again. Yeah. And and this and this is this is kind of one of the this is one of the big Issues. I mean, like Gavin White, for example, um, yeah. going to Cardiff, hardly playing any football. Um, it's similar for Ryan Ledson going yeah. to Preston, and he's barely played for Preston. From what I, I mean, to be fair, I've not been paying a massive amount of attention. But every time I've looked, he's not been playing. He played. He um, didn't. I don't think he played when we played Preston. They no. were shit as well. He played. He played in the F, their FA Cup game. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. But, he, well, obviously scored the goal. Um, but they. Um, but yeah, he. Um, no, so I was talking oh, about Ledson. Ledson. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, but you know, there's there's a lot of Oxford players who've gone up to a Championship club maybe a little bit too early and then haven't actually yeah. kind of managed to kind of get themselves somewhere. So, and you do want to see players if they do make the move, they make the move at the right time to the right club because um, it's, it's it's so easy, I think, for a player, especially like a player who's nineteen or twenty or something. To get those offers and have their agent really pushing them, especially when they're not an amazing, like a, yeah. they're not going to be a world class player, because their agent's thinking, I'm probably going to get two or three of these in yeah. this kid's career. Yeah, I need to make my money. Well, and yeah, and that's a, that, and that's the problem is is it's the it's the it's the the bad advice that footballers are getting from their agents because yeah. they're taking advice, career advice from people who have a significant vested financial interest in them moving clubs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that might not necessarily be the right thing for that football player at that yeah, right time. Absolutely. And it is. And, and, that, and I do think that's a, a genuine issue in football at the moment. Um, but, you know, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be like that, though. Um, uh, and, I mean, there's obviously a lot of talk at the moment about Shandon Baptiste. Yeah. Because, you know, there's ev- everyone's pretty sure that he's got the ability to make it in the Premier League. Uh, as a prem, you know, it's a decent, yeah. decent. Well, he's enough, only twenty one, isn't he? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, decent enough level Premier League footballer. Um, <clears throat> but when do you go? Because I mean, in in this is a, we were having this chat yesterday. Actually, we were do, do people were going to be coming in in January? They're going to be coming in for him now because yeah. they're going to hot property. He's a hot prospect. People maybe want to try and snatch him away now before the big guns start coming yeah, in yeah. for him. Um, and it's also clubs who are maybe a little bit more, a little bit desperate who tend to come exactly. in in January yes. yeah, yeah. rather than people picking and clubs somebody can up make a bit of extra money as well yeah. for that reason. So um, it's 
so I, I think I, you know, and so I'm, I'm hoping he sticks around for the rest of the season just because I want him to be at Oxford United. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but then, do you know what? If like a big, if a big name Premier League club came in now, then, you know, I'd send him off with my, with my very best yeah. wishes. Well, that's it. That's but, it. but I don't, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen right now. There's no, there's no indication so far that there has been any, anybody at, actively sniffing around yeah. in this January. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of chat about Rob Dickey as well. Um, we spotted uh, right at the end of the game when they were doing their little applause around the ground. He was the last person and he ve- he went very close up to the Oxford fans and okay. did a big kind of extended applause yeah, thing like yeah, that. And okay, we're thinking, oh, this is him saying goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, a lot of people have said, well, actually, he does he does tend to do that anyway. That's actually just how he yeah, does it. Yeah, you can read that. You can read so, so, so there might not, there might be nothing in that at all. It's just you know, you you see it and then you then you worry. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, but but the word is there's not been actually any bids in or anything so far. So. I think sometimes you just want to make a bit of money from some of these players as well. If they're not if they're not hitting the first team regularly enough, like we had, uh, we put a bunch of people out on loan when we had that big cull last year. We mm. got rid of loads and loads of players. Um, Sonny Luco who was our yeah. brother of Enya Luca, yeah, yeah. Uh, who was our record signing from Fulham, but was terrible, yeah. almost exclusively terrible, went off on loan to China or something, and then just appeared in the team on, on yeah. Saturday like, in the FA Cup. It was like, on the subsequent, it's Sonia Luca, and everyone's like, okay, he's back. Uh, I guess not for long. No. I, I imagine they're going to try and get rid of him. Because in the system that we play, he can only really re- replace... Ajaria, but if you replaced him, if you replaced Ajaria with him, it would be a significant downgrade, like a significant downgrade. Yeah. So unless they keep him on just as backup, backup I yeah. don't know, but then we've got young players that can step in and fill that role. I think if you could make, like, because like, we could make millions, maybe, you know, not many millions, but a few millions from selling him. Yeah. For no mad. real. Yeah. Yeah. In no somebody who's not actually contributing actively yeah. to the squad, then yeah. you may as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And also it frees up a wage and you can bring somebody who might be contributing exactly. to the squad in yeah. as well. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, cause, cause our, our other, our other high potential high profile out is, is Cameron Brannigan. Okay. Um, uh, and I mean, I, I, I think, I think losing, losing Shandon Baptiste is inevitable. It would be a huge blow because he's he's an excellent footballer. Not this January necessarily, though. Well, no, but but even if he did go this January, yeah. um, he um, he's he's been he's been an excellent he's an excellent footballer. But because he's been injured a lot, um, he's not actually been a significant contributor to our season. Okay, and, that, and and I don't mean that in a derogatory way at all. He just hasn't had the opportunity. If you're not to on the pitch, you can't. Yeah, and when he's been on the pitch, he has definitely contributed, and he's been a he's been a great footballer. But he hasn't had those opportunities p- primarily because of injury, and also because we have had so bloody many midfielders in his position. Um, Cameron Brannigan, on the other hand, is the heart and soul of our football team, and he, he everything ticks around him, and yeah. he. He, you know, he was out injured for a bit. He came back in. He was back in over the Christmas period, and basically, lo and behold, suddenly we won all of our football matches. Yeah. He honestly, he is. I, I, he's our most important footballer. I think. Yeah. I think he's a wonderful, wonderful player. Um, and I think losing him 
would be the biggest significant blow in terms of who we are as a football team. Uh, we still have backup. Is he on a long contract? Is he on a decent contract? Uh, yeah, he's got a couple of years, I so think. So they could so, make money. Yeah, yeah, that. but there's no doubt about that. And, yeah. and I don't, there's no worry about that. But I, but I, I, I think I would, ca- I would happily, not happily, you know what I mean. I'd, I'd be all right with us cashing in on Rob Dickey or, or, yes, or, yeah, um, or Shandon Baptiste because both of those are going to go at some point. Um, so cash in and make the most money out of him as you can. If you can keep him for six more months, then great. But Cameron Brannigan, I think Cameron Brannigan is a kind of player who, who, who could genuinely take us yeah. further. Yeah, and 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 actually, is a kind of we've built almost built a team around him. And and I would genuinely worry about him going. And that's the challenge when you go down the leagues. The pool of teams that are interested grows yeah. with each league above you, right? So yeah. there's that many more interested parties that are going to be involved. And like incrementally, if you're in the championship and you look down to League One, you see some good players. You know you're not going to have to pay the same kind of money that you'd no, have no. to pay if you were to buy a reserve player from the Premier League. Which oh yeah, is the no, other absolutely. Way you no, you, absolutely. So it is, it is risky. I can imagine. No, you, we're looking at looking at a handful of millions, yeah. like a few million yeah. for each of those players. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it, no no more than three or four. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, we would we would value them higher than that. But sure. We're not realistically going to get that more than that. Um, I think. Um, I mean, one of the Rob Rob Dickey is on everyone saying minimum five million, yeah. million minimum five million. Whether that's actually realistic or not, I don't know. Yeah. But it depends again. It depends on who comes in. Same with Shandon Baptiste. If a Premier League club comes yeah. in, yeah, yeah, that yeah. probably is realistic. Yeah. But if it's a well, mid- they can spend five, ten million on a player that they're not even planning on playing. Yeah, exactly. Season. A mid-high level Championship team, you're not going to get that kind of, no. kind of money. So, I mean, this is all speculation. That's part of the fun, I know. But yeah. but but who knows? The one thing I will say is that that. Um, Whilst I think I'd be, I, I'd be, I'd worry more about Cameron Brannigan going than the other two. Um, I will also say we do have more cover in Cameron Brannigan's position than we do in Rob Dickey's. Yeah. Um, Rob Dickey goes. We we urgently, urgently, urgently need to get another centre half in. Yes, I mean, I'm going to yeah, be. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I think we need another one anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. But um. We also, I think, need another centre half. We we played. We've got like the first team. And then there's the second tier, yeah. and then we played the thirds basically in the FA Cup. Not good, no, not good, no. And, and that, that... there was one lad, Andre Burley, who went up against your mate, um, whose name I can't pronounce. Um, what was he called? A big oh, striker. Oh, Armand Nandrier. Yeah, Nandrier. Yeah. yeah, he went up against Nandrier. Nandrier owned him, and I was like, oh, that's a bad sign. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, a very that's bad not a good sign. sign. He did get hauled off. I yeah. do, I do like it when a centre back gets hauled off because <laughs> you've done something wrong. Yeah, haven't you've you? not had a good yeah. game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Unless you're going to three at the back or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. But even then, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, the only the other thing that's worth noting from Oxford's position perspective is that Chris Cadden who was on a six-month loan, yeah. kind of really strange deal between him and Motherwell and the Columbus crew in the, the MLS. Um, okay. yeah, it's, 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 it's all a bit shady and a bit weird, to be honest with you. I won't go into it because it's not very interesting. Um, but he's going back to his what his parent club, the MLS, um, and he will be making his debut for them when their season starts. But I have no idea when that is. Yeah. Um, we've put a bid in for him to try and buy him, but they've literally only just bought him. So, okay. you know, Unlikely. I mean, yeah. it, the whole thing's a bit shady anyway, to be honest. So but, that might come um, to a close. Yeah, so so he's gone. He's gone. Um, Robinson keeps making a big thing about, oh, well, you were still not giving up on him, but he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that does mean we are now short of cover at right back. Sam Long is great at right back, so he'll do fine. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. We'll do absolutely fine. Um, but he, we've got we've got no full yes. full time right back yeah. cover um, in 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 the squad. Yeah, so we, yeah, we're we're light on right backs ourselves. Yeah. Fullbacks are becoming such an important part of the game. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, very much so. I, I would have I would have thought that there'd be a plethora of like young fullbacks that are being trained up to be mm. fullbacks coming up through the system. Not really seeing it. I think I still think that they are like like very special if you can get yourself a really good fullback. Yeah, absolutely. Um so I mean, we we were also looking for the cover at left back as well. There's talk of Ricardinho. <laughs> um so the club the club wants to get a um a young a young left back to come in okay. that they can mould and develop yes, to yeah, be yeah. I mean we've actually got a lad called Kevin Burko who's played one senior game for us, I think, in the FA Cup earlier on mm-hmm. in the season. But he's now on that out on loan at Oxford City. Um but they want to get cover in to to be in the squad. I don't think they're intending to bring him back. I think they they're happy with what he's doing in, yeah, in, on yeah, loan at the yeah. moment. Um, so they want to bring somebody young in, um, but that might not happen. But apparently, Ricardinho's agent was on the phone saying, "Like, <laughs> uh, I'm a free agent. Well, he's a free agent. Yeah. Do you fancy it? But he's like 30. fifty grand a week. Yeah, he's thirty four. <laughs> Um, so he's not; he doesn't really fit the bill. But as, as an emergency, I think it would be fine. Can have Omar uh, it, Richards? He'd be he'd be great for you. He'd be really good, and he's not going to get a start for Reading now. Well, but he's not going to get a start for Oxford either because Josh Ruffles has made that a number three shirt his own. That's true. You know, we're not we're not we're not looking for a first team left back at all. Yeah. We've got a great one. Um, it's just he it's, doesn't get injured too much, does he? Ruffles? No, no, no. He plays no. most games. Yeah, sorry, just bang on the wood there. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yeah, so um what yeah, be, if so, you could have one, what would it be? What me? One trans. Well, I mean, I I don't I I to be honest with you, I'd I'd settle with nobody leaving. Okay. Um I mean, I I think we do need to to strengthen a little bit anyway. Um I would be bringing in given that Cadden's gone, I would probably want to cover it right back cuz I do mm. think we're we're short there. Um I think we I think we've just we've we had a lot of central midfielder injuries over the last kind of month or so but we managed to just about puddle and you through don't want that. too many do you? No. Um so I don't know. I think I think we're fine. Everybody's staying fit. Um you know, I, I think I think I would have somebody. I'd have a new. I'd have a new winger. I'd have a new defender. I'd have a new striker. <laughs> yeah. Just because you get greedy, don't you? Yeah. Um, yeah I think. Yeah. I think. Um, I think Carl Robinson's looking at wide players. Um, Nathan yeah. Holland, who's a West Ham winger, is apparently uh, a potential. Okay. He played against us when we absolutely tanked West Ham. Right. Um, the um, uh, Feyenoord midfielder Liam Kelly. Um, okay. Yeah. Is, oh, ex Reading, Liam Kelly. Yeah. I mean, we are just like you know, you're just picking ju- a bunch of Redding, old Reading. We're just players. Reading Junior. We're yeah. going through it actually. So Liam got- Kelly is a good player, and I think in League One he'd do a good job. The problem, that my big issue with Liam Kelly, is that he part- he refuses, staunchly refuses to pass the ball forwards. <laughs> it's very, very annoying. I mean, to be fair, our our game is very much uh, we 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 do sort of tend. To, what what is he? He's a Midfield, he's a, a central DMC, midfield. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So we, I mean, we we sort of take that that would sort of suit us because we do that tickle it along the back line. Yeah. Trying, he's to not going to do the Shad Baptiste yeah. stuff. No, but <laughs> and that's okay because that. you don't because we've already got players doing <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but um, 
But yeah. He's he, tiny also. Is he? He's a tiny wee man. Oh, very, very small. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently we're also in for a Kilmarnock right back called Stephen O'Donnell as okay. well. So, um, but yeah, we're waiting to see. I think Liam Kelly was at the game. Oh, really? Or, yeah, well, okay. He was meant to be at the game anyway. Um, he was a bit of a fan favourite, to be honest. Was even he? though okay. he wasn't very good. Well, it's not that he wasn't very good. He just wasn't very positive. No, okay. So he was be If your team's not playing well, I think he's a guy you can get frustrated with. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess that a lot of that depends on who he's coming in to, yeah, to replace exactly. if he's coming But if you in. want somebody to kind of be a bit of a water carrier and moves the ball yeah. around well, the back, then he can do that. And that's kind of what Alex, Alex Gorin's job is, and yeah. he does that extremely well. Um, we've also got George Thorne in that position, although he's injured. Um so you know, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's it's not that we're lacking for people in that position. He does like buying midfielders, bloody mm. hell. Um, uh, but yeah, so lot lots of options. Um, I I mean, uh, yeah, I th- I think I think defensive cover I think is like my biggest worry for us uh, yeah. in in terms of uh, in terms of what we struggle with at the moment. Um, I guess I guess we could do with a little bit more flare wingers as well. Um, you can never have too many wingers because no, that's I think a position that you kind of can rotate. We, yeah, and we've and we've been a little bit threadbare, and we've been relying on players who aren't really wingers being yes, wingers. We've yeah. had like Sykes out there. Actually, Sykes mm. did done pretty well out there, to be fair. But we've had people like Sykes out there, and we've been doing and, the same thing. And I think because teams now play with two wide. Forwards. Yeah, and that's what that's what we play. Yeah, you, you, th- that type of player hasn't really been developed fully no. yet. So you always end up playing with. Well, he's a he's a striker, but he plays on the left, or he, he's an inside forward. He can come in from the right, but they're not players that that know how to be a winger and a forward, are they? They're no, like... I mean we're sort of quite lucky because we've got a couple of them. So Rob Hall is kind of that, mm-hmm. um, and you know, and to be fair, Gavin White was exactly yes, yeah, that. Gavin I mean, White. to be had the, the ability to play up front or as a number ten as well because yeah. he's just that good at football but but it, it naturally suited him um and i don't think we've got it apart from robbie hall i don't really think that we've got anybody that naturally suits right now mm. i think sykes has done a pretty good job in that position and every but, premier league club has snapped up all of them yeah for now. we've got a young lad who's in the reserve called tyler frost which is a great nice. name and um i think he could potentially be a guy that steps up and plays in that in that role and actually I like the look of a lot of our youngsters, so I don't necessarily think we should go out and spend a shitload of money, especially in those types of positions where then they're impacting the game going forward, so they're mm-hmm. helping you get goals, but they're not going to have a detrimental effect on a performance necessarily, no. you know? So I think you can risk it a little bit to play to play those players in those positions. I, I, I totally forgot to mention Tarek Foster as well oh, in course, that position. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's natural in that position. One of the things that he's been really good at as well is actually gets back and defends quite well, which doesn't... doesn't st- you don't look at him and think he's going to be yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah. character, but yeah. he does. He does do that really oh, well. I love so, that. That's why people love Yakume too. Yeah. runs back, gets stuck in. Yeah, it's yeah, does no, the it's hard work. But the the trouble the trouble is now he's set himself up for for a fail though. You know, because he's having a bit of a he's having a bit of a by his good initial standards a bit of a rough patch at the moment yeah. and he's got the classic fucking twats in the crowd calling him lazy <sighs> uh, and it's nothing to do with laziness whatsoever no. it's just that he's not because he actually gets involved in he still gets involved in loads of stuff he's just not quite coming off yeah. for him yeah, yeah. Um, but and yet he's still getting labelled lazy because he's, well, not, you he's not scoring 100 goals can't a game stop the idiot. I know, it's ridiculous yeah we had a bunch of guys behind us at the FA Cup game as soon as anyone did anything bad they were like oh he's shit he's just yeah. shit he's like Really helpful, mate. Yeah. Really helpful. Yeah. 
idiots. Yeah, people are idiots. They really are. I mean, football fans in particular. But there we go. (laughs) Right. And on that note, we'll have a little. We'll have a little break, and when we come back, uh, we'll go off the Oxford Reading, and we'll just talk about some general football shit. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. We'll we'll have a word from uh, from our friend Gennaro Gattuso, I think. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Wise words. He's not wrong. From the small, angry man. Yeah. Um, I know this is a, a, a favourite topic as a group. But I want to talk about VAR because it has no. gone to another level of madness over the last few weeks. The armpit, of, the armpit offside. Or not just the armpit offside, just the offside decisions. Offside in general. Yeah. So earlier on in the season... It didn't seem like we had this every week or several times every week. But now there's a ridiculous VAR decision. And it started with the Timo Puki one for yeah. Norwich, where an entirely legitimate goal was chalked off. Like a goal that was an excellent goal was just chalked off for the because a, a, the guy with the laser pen or whatever decided yeah. that it was offside. It is absolute nonsense it's what, gone beyond parody. what annoys me most about this and i've seen and i've seen this uh, a, a few times even have come up in come up in the in our in our chat yeah. and i understand why people suggest this don't get me wrong but but and this is the biggest worry for me is that is that people go well because that looks ridiculous we're going to have to change the offside rule but you can't to, to change, change the but, offside but you rule. Can't, but because this is the thing. A, it's one of the most fundamental... No, it's not. I'm oh, sorry. It's the most fundamental yeah, yeah. rule uh, in terms of how football works. Yeah. Um, and it... Um, it uh, you can't change the rule it to, suit, more people. to suit the, the tiny minority of football matches exactly, that yeah. have VAR. Yeah, and, and it is a tiny minority. Yeah, and, and also, there was nothing fucking wrong with, with the way offside was being marshalled. There was nothing wrong with it. You could, the occasional ankle that was offside that wasn't being called correctly. But there was nothing fucking wrong with it. But that's not the point of the rule, either. No. The point of the rule isn't to catch like the no. fact that your ankle is offside. It's, it's to stop it's get, people hanging goal side yeah, of a defender. Get, getting an unfair advantage by yeah. standing too far close to the and goal. And a lot of these decisions actually when they roll the tape on and you also notice they don't show the guy kicking the ball no and when you're talking about frames it really matters if you're yeah. going to do it like that it really matters yeah, it does, like when, yeah. is it when the ball leaves the foot of the player passing the ball or what or because when he first makes contact exactly. yeah exactly because you roll defined. between four or five frames and this is going to make a difference and that and that and that is why it's the whole thing's an absolute fiasco and yeah. a farce because that that is not defined in the rule of football it's, uh, it, the, the, it's what is defined is when the ball is played. Yeah, the ball is played. But yeah, if fractions of a second, you're, t- you're making contact with that football yeah. for yeah two or three frames of the television. And who's happy about it? That's what that's what I, I want to know. know. Like who's ridiculous. happy about it as it stands at the moment? And then you've got you've got these guys on the t- and I do like the fact that the media is turning on it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The media yeah. is definitely turning yeah. on it. And um, but then you've got the the go to thing is well we're stuck with VAR, so we need to change the rules. Why? No, but why, why we are st- we stuck? Yeah, with we're it? not stuck with it. Why are yeah. we stuck with it? Because I don't see why they have to commit to it. Like the example I gave was that we they tried the golden goal, right? Yeah, and they got rid of that. The big the biggest issue is that it's the, the it, particularly with the Premier League, the people who make ultimately make the decisions to whether or not they want it in there was is is the Premier League itself, and that is the twenty yeah. chairman of the twenty football clubs in the in the Premier League. And so whether it, the whether or not it stays in the Premier League is entirely up to whether or not they see good reason I to get rid why of it. They voted it in in the first place because like, what's in it for them? Well, like, it's because their managers are constantly fucking on at them when the bad decision has gone against them. Mm. They were on at them saying they the. Ref- 
referees need help because the referees are shit, blah, blah, blah. Got a solution um, for that, better referees. Well, I mean, but the trouble is we, we're not going to have better referees because all that ever happens is that when they make a bad decision, fucking yeah. Sky Sports yeah. analyse it to the nth degree. And I've said that I said this a hundred bloody years ago, right? If if when if the TV coverage, if a bad if a decision happens, you go, oh, looks like the referee has judged that to be uh, handball, mm. so he's awarded a penalty, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe show yeah. it once, once in slow motion, and that's it. Yeah, and then you just crack on, and you don't talk about it after the game because it's a fucking relevant to the game yeah. of football. And then, and then trying to goad managers by, yeah, by, exactly. by talking to them about officials. Apparently, in other leagues. And I don't know because I don't watch a lot of other football and speak enough languages to actually understand. Um, but in other leagues, the press don't do that. No. They ask managers about tactical decisions. The manager yeah. gets pissed off with that as well yeah, because yeah. the journal comes up and why did you sub him off <coughs> yeah, in yeah, the yeah. 45th yeah. minute? Um, but, it's, but it is interesting that, that all of our journalists after the match, it's almost the first thing they yeah, go yeah. to. So what about that penalty decision? Uh, they spend the more half. time. They spend but, more time talking about refereeing decisions yeah. than they do against the tactics. It doesn't fucking matter. Just no. let it go. Yeah, and I, just let it go. Let it happen. And then this is the thing with cricket, right? Ignoring the fact they use video assistance in cricket yeah. because I actually have my own opinions and I disagree with most of the world on how well or badly it works in cricket. Because I don't yeah. think it does at all. But the but 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 you get a decision. And then people go, well, but that's cricket. Yeah. yeah. You know, you'll yeah. talk about it briefly at the, the moment, but then everybody forgets about it because they've yes. grown up enough yeah, to accept yeah, yeah. that that is just how fucking sport happens. Yeah. It necessarily And there's has a lot to. of accountability on officials in cricket as well. Yeah. If they make a series of bad decisions, they won't, they won't umpire test matches yeah. again, you know? Like, there is a lot of accountability on it. And I think that's the other thing. It's, like, it's always, there's always an excuse. It's like, if the referees make bad decisions... It's because they're not doing their job properly. So they need to be coached or they need systems and stuff in place to help them make decisions in real time. And if you look at offside especially, I think it was absolutely fucking fine before. And, and this, I, I can't remember a time where I was so incensed no. and offside. And, you know, because they happen like this. They're happening all and, the time. And, this is, and this, is the, this is absolutely the key issue, right? Refereeing a football match is really fucking difficult. Yeah. It is really difficult, and the vast majority of referees and assistants get it right the vast majority of the time, and that is good enough, yeah. frankly. Yeah. And the only the only reason it's a problem because it's not a problem. I mean, people bang on about it at League One, but we 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 don't have people showing yeah. like you know like constantly showing like replays in like because we don't have those yeah, those yeah, degrees. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 would. It lives in the moment, doesn't it? And then it's gone. And in refereeing is difficult enough, and it's difficult enough in real time when you're right there. It's even more difficult when you are then being expected to live up to the scrutiny of thirty different camera angles at super slow yeah. motion because the world doesn't happen like that. And you can't even analyze a, def a defender or a player's intent in slow motion because the world doesn't happen in slow motion. So you can't say we had one the other week about a handball. We saying, oh, he's moved his hand yeah. towards yeah. the ball. Like, yeah. You can't tell what no. his intent is. No. In slow motion, no. because that's not how the ball's not coming at him in slow motion. It doesn't. Ninety nine percent of those things that are given as handball, I'm certain are not handball. They're not, and, and they just, they just, they honestly, the problem would stop being a problem in, within a generation if they just fucking stopped analysing refereeing decisions. If they just, the media in this country just suddenly made a, a, a joint decision to stop doing it, yeah. it would disappear as an issue. 
I think it's easy content for them, isn't it? Yeah, well, That's it why is. they like it. And it's this engagement now as well with social yeah. media because because all social media is now is people shouting at each other yeah. and it gives people an opportunity to shout to shout at each other and tag the 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 TV or the newspaper yeah, in. Yeah, because yeah. unfortunately yeah. media outlets now they measure success as social media interactions. That is what is generated success for them yeah. it's not about viewers or anything anymore it's about how many interactions you've had on social media and so that's why you you make the most controversial things happen yeah. to get people all riled up on twitter it's fucking bollocks it's bad, and that's not it? football no exactly watch a fucking football game stop arguing about it on bloody twitter it is funny like you hear there was some great chants that were going around it, whole stadium singing this isn't football anymore. yeah and it isn't. The, you know, the, the FA has to react to that. They can't let that kind of thing go on, surely. But you know what? They are they are entirely beholden to the the, yeah. the, the money men. And it is the 20 chairman of the 20 Premier League football clubs. And they're the only people they answer to. Most of them don't aren't even around most no, of the time. No, no. <laughs> they'll just do, they just do what they're told. Yeah. Um, I yeah. Don't, you know, it's, it's, it's shit. But, you know, the fucking... It, do you know what? It, it would it would bother me less if it was just the Premier League and if it, only the Premier League was affected because I don't give a shit how bad the Premier League is for 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 people who watch it because I don't yes. watch it. Yeah. But it bothers me that you get this inequality in the FA Cup because some FA Cup games have it yeah. and some don't, and that's Ridiculous. just a fucking nonsense. And then the idea that one day at some point it will filter its way down. Yeah. Or, or you know, if you know. T- one day we actually managed to get up there. I don't want to go to fucking football matches with that shit oh, going on. Nonsense. I've, I've, we went. We went. Uh, we had the Man United FA Cup game last year where they had VAR. And it was fucking annoying. Yeah. Uh, one more quick topic. Yeah. Gone about VAR this, VAR that. Um, how terrible Everton were in the match we just watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were really bad. Incredible. Yeah. Um, it blows my mind how a team spends that much money and has like the best manager in the world. At the- Absolutely terrible. I mean, to, I mean, to be fair to them, I don't think Ancelotti's really had enough time to actually really impact his. He his... was almost motionless. He was sort of like a statue, wasn't he? The, he um, just stood there chewing gum. The the thing, the what what I found, I found kind of most fascinating about that, and I think maybe they were just rattled and they'd given up. Is that 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 you're going? I mean, they were to be fair, they were going up against Liverpool's like under nines, yeah. but nevertheless, you're going up against like a really highly talented football team. Get the fucking basics right. I know, and they just could they could they couldn't even kick the football. No, they couldn't. It was and it was bad. It's really depressing because Merseyside derbies are usually yeah. quite. You up. expect a bit of something. Don't yeah, you? you do. Um, and. Merseyside Derby in the third round of the FA Cup, like live on BBC One. What could you want? What more could you want from football than that? Yeah. And it was just boring. It was very. We didn't bad. even get any kind of controversial VAR decisions no, to liven things no, up a nothing, little bit. Nothing happened. <laughs> Although so, there should have been Liverpool's goal um, should have been disallowed because a violent foul. A of the violent ball. foul. Yeah. But, but but Liverpool obviously don't get VAR decisions against Liverpool. Them. Liverpool, exactly. Yeah. Right. And on that on that note, I think we'll we'll call it a day. Let's do it. It's been. It's been lovely to be back. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Thamesman uh, Royal and Thamesman Yellow. So you can like, find us like there that, yeah. on, on the Twits. Um, and uh, yeah, go and find us on your favourite podcatching app. Yeah, listen. On, yeah, listen on Stitcher or listen on Spotify, whatever it might be. And you'll find us next time on the Thamesman.
close enough. I just want to say Mickey Mellon. Mickey Mellon's a pretty good shout, to be fair. Um, (laughs) Do it. it. I'm just going to do Mickey Mellon, just on his own. (laughs) (laughs) Mickey Mellon.